This week, we're going to show you what the top of the staircase looks like. Okay, When you start out creating content, it's hard to see what can come from it. It's really hard to see what the potential is from it. You just kind of have to trust that doors can open. Well, we're going to talk about some of those doors today because Will Friedner, a broker up in Whitefish, Montana, has had some amazing doors open to him. He's now getting three organic leads every single month from his YouTube channel, and then he just got a book deal. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 171 of the Massive Agent Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Brome. Happy April 1st, April Fool's Day. This episode, though, is no joke. This is no joke whatsoever, although I'll probably throw one in here or there because I'm freaking hilarious, or at least I like to think so. My wife doesn't, but I just think she's wrong. Anyways, um, welcome to the Massive Agent Podcast. First one in uh, April. So we've got a good one for you today. Will Friedner, an old friend of mine who we actually met on Snapchat and, you know, we've met in person a, a few times, uh, great mortgage broker, mortgage broker, Jesus, great real estate broker up in Whitefish, Montana. And he has exploded his business over the last six months or so from a YouTube channel. And most recently, the reason why I reached out to him to be on the show, he posted, guess what, guys, my book is now live. I'm like, wait, you have a book? Like, what is going on here? Because of the popularity of his Living in Montana YouTube channel, he was approached by a book publisher. And so now on Amazon, he has a published book about living in Montana that he is the author of. Absolutely incredible stuff. So the story here is amazing. The overall story that I want you guys to get uh, is how many different doors can open to you once you just start talking to the internet. It, it really is that simple. If you, there's two different types of people online. There's those that, that consume and listen, which is totally fine. We should be doing that to a certain extent. And then there's those that are willing to speak out and be heard and put their voice and put their video on the interweb. Okay. Those people, there's so many doors that can open to those that are willing to put content out there for others. And so it's really, really hard when you're starting out to know what kind of doors can open. And so this story that Will has gone through uh, from starting a blog and then launching a YouTube channel, and then all of a sudden, six months ago, boom, one of his videos almost got 2 million views. He's at like 1.8 million views or something like that. And almost 3 million views across his whole channel just in the last six months, which led to a book deal and three organic leads on average every single week. And these aren't just leads. These are people who are calling him up and saying, hey, we watched your YouTube video or we just binged all your YouTube videos. We want to hire you. We want to move to Montana. We want to buy a place. We want to sell a place. And you're the guy. Those are not the same as just three random leads. So super awesome story today. And I think it's going to be super helpful. I found it helpful for me because when you are creating content, it's really easy to get bogged down by all the details and the process and the workflow of, of creating it all that you forget, you know, what can come of it one day. So it was a great reminder uh, and energizer for me to, to be like, oh my God, there's so much more that can still happen. And I hope you guys walk away with the same impression. 
If you guys would rather watch this interview, feel free to go over to our YouTube channel, Massive Agent on YouTube, and you can watch the interview over there. And that's awesome. While you're while you're there, make sure you subscribe and then you'll get notified every time we drop a new episode. And then this week I'm recording some uh, some made for YouTube specific videos um, on certain topics that I think will do really well over there that you guys might like. So make sure you go over to our YouTube channel and show it some love. Before we get into the interview with Will, uh, one housekeeping item. I want to remind you guys, because I've had a lot of conversations this week with agents who are frustrated, rightly so, with the market right now. And they're like, I can't I can't get any business. Or I have buyers, I just don't have any homes to sell them. And this is this is the theme everywhere, all around the country. There's very, very few markets that are not experiencing this. And so you guys need to, you need to be generating more opportunities for conversations. You need leads coming in because if you don't have a steady flow of new people coming into your business, at some point your business will die. And this is one of those markets that your business can die. So hopefully you've kept some powder dry. You can make a small investment of time and and a little bit of money and really learn how to get the leads flowing in because those are conversations. Those are new people that now you can speak to and help and and turn some of those into listings, turn those into referrals, right? But you have to do that. So we've created a system where we just tell you, we give you everything. We give you the blueprint. Like here, run these ads. Here's a video that walks you through how to set up the ad, copy and paste everything. Here's the photo to use. Here's what it should say. Copy and paste this. Use this certain call to action button on the ad. Make sure you set up your Facebook lead form this way. Choose this objective, blah, blah, blah. And you're literally copying and pasting even if you've never run an ad before. And then we'll continue mentoring you and teaching you how it all works and how to make different adjustments so it performs better over time, all within the Massive Agent Society. So if you guys have not joined the Massive Agent Society, whether that's just on a month-to-month basis or you're gonna go all in with a lifetime membership for less than 3,000 bucks forever, one-time payment, you get access to the whole deal, direct access to me through coaching calls. If you ever get an ad rejected or denied, we're going to help walk you through it so you're not just on your own there. Massiveagentsociety.com. I beg of you guys for yourself. You don't need to suffer in this market, all right? And if you're slow, you don't have to be. If you're slow, it's actually a long-term benefit if you take advantage of the time you have right now. If you're not actively diving in and creating a huge inflow of leads, at some point you could be out of business. I hate to say it, but like, what are you going to do? If you don't have new business coming in, you know, how, how do you sustain that? So you can go the old fashioned way and try to YouTube it and learn yourself and do all this just to save a few hundred bucks. That's fine. I went that route, but it took me over a year to really master Facebook ads and tens of thousands of dollars, you know, trying shit out. You don't have to do that. We'll just give you the stuff that works. It's proven to work in every market that that it's been tried in and will help you do it. But it takes a commitment of time and a little investment of money to do it. So massiveagentsociety.com, get going right now. Reach out if you have questions about it, but we'd love to have you in the society. Uh, This is one of those markets that um, those who are following our blueprint are really winning in a big way and they're filling their pipeline instead of looking at an empty one. All right, let's jump into the interview with Will Friedner. I almost called him a mortgage broker again because I don't usually say broker. I usually say realtor or agent, but he's a broker. So he's a real estate broker in Whitefish, Montana and YouTube star. 
and now published author. All right, guys, I'm here with Will Friedner, a broker up in Whitefish, Montana, doing some really cool stuff with YouTube, and it's opened a lot of doors for him and uh, and wanted to hear his story. But Will and I actually go way back. Will, did we meet on Snapchat? Uh, well, yes, that's where I got to know you. And then we eventually met up in San Diego at the Social Media Marketing World Conference. And I don't remember what year that was, but it was a while ago. That's right. That was... 2016 or 2017 sounds so, but, about right yep. yeah yeah that that was a while ago and a lot's changed since <laughs> um and and what's changed is a lot of what i wanted to what i wanted to talk to you about because uh you're doing some really cool stuff and i'm blown away at some of the accomplishments that you've that you've had over these the last year and you know it started with decisions you made prior and you know you're you're seeing payoff uh now so uh you know, before we go down that road too much, and I, you know, I don't want to give the end away quite yet. Uh, before you started doing content marketing, how are you getting business? Like, what did your real estate business look like? And you know, and even before that, take thirty seconds or so and just kind of like let people know who you are, where you're from, and you know how you do business. Yeah, uh, we, my wife and I, are in business together, and we started about I think twelve years ago now. And when we first got in, we were like everybody else. And, um, you know, 12 years ago, believe it or not, social media wasn't really a thing. Um, <laughs> it was it was coming, but it wasn't a, a huge marketing uh, venue or whatever you want to call it for real estate. We so didn't even we have did, iPhones you know, 12 years ago, right? What's that? You didn't even have iPhones when you started in the industry, right? Uh, you're probably right. I am kind of a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been I've been in the industry for ten years, and let's see, iPhones came out in what two thousand seven, eight ish. Yeah, so, that's all right. That's right yeah. about when we got into the into the business. But um, yeah, yeah. So uh, we just did it, you know, the old fashioned way, and the way I hate and I'm very thankful that social media and everything came up because I hate door knocking. I hate, well, I've never door knocked because I, I won't, I just don't have that personality and I cold calling all of it. I just didn't like. So um, we were fortunate that uh, when we first got into the business, we, I guess my wife's very first listing was a bank or not listing, but buyer was for a bank owned house. And that unfortunately we got into the business right during the last crash. And um, we were like, I wonder how that agent got that bank owned listing. And so we spent the next two weeks signing up online for every bank in the country. And we, you know, got lucky because we were, I don't know if anybody else was doing it at the time. And, all of a sudden, a couple months later, we were getting a ton of listings that were all bank owned. So that's kind of how we broke into the business. And and we did pretty well, uh, even during the downturn because of that. So, Wow. It, and obviously, it's a very different market than it was then. Yeah. There's a lot of new agents now that don't know what the hell an REO is. They think it's a band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, but that's not what we're talking about. Um, you know. Bank-owned properties were everywhere in Salt Lake in 2011, 2012, when I yeah. was starting out in the business. Um, and it's it's like now you can't even find an expired property, for God's sakes. So very different world. Um, 
what did you when did you get into content marketing and what did that look like? Did you start with YouTube or weren't you doing some blogging prior to that? No, I guess um yeah, I, I had a website and I guess my and it's not really content marketing per se, I guess, but the first thing that got me into it was um when Facebook started having groups, I was lucky enough again to get in early and I I just started a page uh, or a group in my area called Flathead Valley Homes for Sale or Rent. And the first day got a hundred subscribers organically. They just, you know, it just took off. And, um, and then I, you know, after a few weeks of it taking off, I was like, you know, I've always been fortunate. Montana's always seemed to have seems to be five years behind everyone else. And, you know, not that I'm Al Einstein or anything, but I've just been, always trying to be in front of everything. And um, so with the Montana real estate license, obviously I can sell real estate anywhere in Montana. So I started groups all around the state or, you know, I started three others in the big cities around the state and I just use those for referrals. And um, I added it up this morning. Now I have 33,600 people in, in those four groups. And uh, it, it's, been great. Um, and that's a whole other story that you know that, you know, I don't, I have never let other agents into the groups and they're all, you know, it's my lead generation thing. And so, yeah, I guess that's, that was the start of my um, so-called content marketing. Yeah. What's funny, I totally glanced over that whole chapter of, of you dominating online, but you're right. Like, 30,000 plus members of a group, which is not like the entire population of Montana, Will? <laughs> it, it, is a, it is a good percentage of the population <laughs> of Montana. Yes. So you created these Facebook groups and you wouldn't let other agents in. Um, I've done that with my local um, you know, homes for sale or rent group as well, which I modeled after yours. And uh, you know, it's your group. You can do whatever the hell you want. Um, what what kind of content were you doing in that group? Like, so you created the group, how are you keeping people there and what were you giving them to, uh, you know, as a reason to join? Well, again, I, um, I think the reason they were successful is because I was very low key. Um, I was not posting my listings and, you know, talking about how great I am and things that agents have a tendency to do. And that's why I didn't want them in my group because then the regular people that I was targeting would bail. You know, as you know, there's a million groups out there. Why they and there's a million realtor groups, and it, they always end up just spam. And so nobody spends time in there. So again, that's why I say I don't know if this is really content marketing. Um, I guess for a while there, I did a weekly show um, on my groups when the, when you could do live, and that's kind of what the YouTube channel. Uh, evolved from, but um, that was the content. Uh, and occasionally I would, you know, the articles I wrote on my website, I would post them on that, in that group, but I really laid low. And, and I think the reason they grew is because people felt like it was their own group and they weren't being bugged by an agent and, and they could promote their own fizzbos or, or, you know, looking for rentals, whatever they were doing without, you know, a hundred agents piling on and you know yeah it was a safe <laughs> space 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is content marketing. I mean, even though it's not one of those more traditional methods that we talk about with YouTube or blogging or podcasting or Instagram stories, creating content within a Facebook group that you own, that's a big deal. And and how did that like what did that look like business-wise? You know, once you started that Facebook group, what did that do for you? It took a while. Um, it, it wasn't an overnight thing and it took a while to grow to where it is now, these groups. And I'll be completely honest in the past year, ever since the YouTube thing took off, I have, I have been <laughs> not as good as keeping up with the Facebook groups because the YouTube is kind of blowing them away as far as leads and everything. Um, but when I, when I started and I, it started to pick up, uh, the thing I noticed, and I'm sure you get this all the time, and I remember when we went to San Diego together, um, people that I had been watching online, yourself, Chelsea, other people like that, when I, you know, I, I remember the first day I ran into all you guys, it was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm talking to Dustin or Chelsea or whoever. And then I remember that night in my hotel room thinking, why am I all giddy about these people? They're just average dudes from Salt Lake. But it, but it's because I've been watching them on this screen, so that they're like TV stars, and you know I get that now too, which just cracks me up because I'm the farthest thing from a TV star that you'll ever meet. Um, but people, because they've been watching me on my channel, they're they're just like, oh, I can't believe I'm talking to you, and it is just weird. Isn't that wild? It's <laughs> and it's so powerful though because like who we see as a quote unquote celebrity like that it's the screen it, mm -hmm. we think they're a celebrity because we're on this screen that we can and we consume whatever it is they're on whether that's a movie maybe they're a radio host a podcast host a youtube host um whatever it doesn't matter it, it doesn't matter you you created a youtube channel to talk about montana and now people who watch that you are now their celebrity and and you know maybe the, in fairness they're not looking at you like you're Brad Pitt or something but in their world they recognize you from the screen and to them they they're like oh cool like this person is like a uh, they're credible they're an authority figure so to speak um there's somebody that i've learned something from somebody that's taught me something and so they respect you and look up to you in the way that they would you know a movie star or, or you know an actor on a TV show or something. So it's the same thing. And you created it, which is incredible. So Will, when did you decide that YouTube was going to be your next foray into content marketing or the next step in the evolution of, of what you were doing from your blog, your Facebook groups, and then YouTube? Like, do you remember when you decided or why you decided to do it? I don't remember the the day exactly. Exact I day. Just, I had always... What was the weather like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was last February twentieth. Yeah. Um, and you no, just stepped your toe. Wanted yeah. to do a YouTube channel, and um, I like everybody else. I was a little hesitant to get on camera and you know face the possible negative comments or feedback. And but I just thought, you know what, I, I just need to start it, and I, I need to give it at least six months. Yeah, see what happens. Um, and so I just made a commitment that I was going to do a video once a week. I had done a lot of, um, you know, scoping around and 
webinars, what, you know, I do a lot of my own research. I hate, I, I hate to spend money on, on these gurus or whatever you want to call them. Um, so I do a lot of my own research and just figure stuff out. And, you know, maybe I could have been better quicker if I would have gone the, the regular route, but, um, yeah, so I, I just decided to do it and I started doing it and you've heard this a million times. My first videos are horrid. I mean, even now I know my videos aren't great, but I think that's part of the, what makes, and I've heard this from, from people that have contacted me. They're like, Oh, you're so real. And you know, it's not fake. And I, I've seen guys that spend tons of money on making these Hollywood type productions, but they're not really providing any value other than, you know, it's good video or it's, you know, a nice drone shot or whatever. But what I've learned with YouTube is that because it's the second biggest search engine, when you're moving somewhere, people, you know, yes, they'll read a blog and they'll look at pictures and, and all that, but people want to see what it's like. You know, if I'm moving to Little Rock, Arkansas, let's say I've never been there. So I'm going to get on YouTube to see somebody like myself or anybody that's, you know, <laughs> filmed the, the downtown area or wherever I'm going to live because you can read all the blogs in the world, but they're not going to give you the, you know, I always, I don't, I don't know if I heard this somewhere or whatever, but I always say that, you know, a, a picture is worth, worth a thousand words, but a video is worth a million words because it's, it puts you there. It makes sense. Yeah. That's what has made my channel do so well. And, um, because I just, I, again, if you watch my videos, I, I know you've seen a couple, but they are not Hollywood productions. I've filmed every video I have with my iPhone. Um, you know, I, I did upgrade. My wife got me a, the 12 plus this Christmas. Got to have um, those three cameras, Will. It's very important. <laughs> <laughs> you can't yeah. do it too. And that's what I use. And I see yeah. these other guys or these gurus, all oh, you need this, you need that. And I just, whatever. Um, yeah. The, the canon, you know, blah, at, blah, blah. And like, it, <laughs> it's all nice to have, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't need it. Yep. Yeah. So as long as you're providing the value and putting out information that people are looking for, you will succeed. That's, that's all you need to know. I just saved you a bunch of money on all these classes. <laughs> that's all you need to know. That's it. And I have watched some of your videos, including your viral one, which I want to talk about in a sec, because that's just amazing. Um, and you're right. There's a realness to it. It's not, um, you know, they're not Hollywood productions. They're, it's you and you're just like giving raw truth. And you're like, you're even like, are you sure you want to move to Montana? Because here's what it's really like, you know, um, not necessarily talking them out of it, but just giving them some some realistic stuff to consider that they're probably not, especially if they haven't ever been there. And and so I think it works because you're it's that real look at what it's like in Montana, what what it feels like, because you can't get that from reading an article. You, you you've got to get what it feels like from a video, um, and you've just done so well. So. Um, I, as you were talking, I pulled up your living in Montana, YouTube channel, 37.6 thousand subscribers, uh, lifetime, 2.8 million lifetime views with 57 videos. Yeah. We're less, we're still not at a year. That's incredible. 2.8 million views, 
in in just 57 videos, 110,000 views in the last 30 days on four videos. It's nuts. So when you, how soon after you started this YouTube strategy, did you, did it feel like, okay, this is working? And did you start getting business from it? Let, let's talk about that. Like when did it, when did it click? And you're like, yes, this is, this is the path I need to go down. Well, I started at the beginning of April last year. And again, the, those first videos are just brutal. Um, <laughs> I but, encourage everyone listening to go watch them. Every yeah. single one. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be like, well, how in the hell did this guy get anybody watching? <laughs> um, but I, I guess it must have been about, so I started in April, July, June, July. I started getting calls. But hey, I'm watching your video and I have a question. And, and I, so right then I was like, it is working. Sweet. You know, and, and I did not have any videos that, you know, at that point, I, I, I guess like everybody you think, oh, I'm going to make all kinds of money on the YouTube, you know, I'm going to be a, a YouTube guy and um, monetize them. So, yeah. So you have to get a thousand subscribers and 4,000 hours watch time within 12 months. And that was my goal. And I, you know, I had built up and I don't know if you want to go here yet, but, um, we'll go I, wherever you want, my friend. I had been building up and in the end of the summer last year, I was at around 600 subscribers and I don't know how many hours watch time it was on pace with that, whatever that means. Um, and I thought, Oh, you know, I'll probably get the 12 months. I'll, I'll be able to monetize. I'm on pace, you know, and then the viral one hit and that was the end of that. I, I mean, not that it was the end of it. It was the beginning, but it just, I then hit a thousand subscribers in like two days. So it was nothing. It, <laughs> that, that was the, that was the uh, thing that made everything take off. So how long, uh, okay. So which video was it that uh, you got over a million views on? Yeah, it's called Living in Montana, Things They Don't Tell You. Okay. Tell us the story of that. And did you know that that was going to be the one? Uh, did it feel like it was going to? And when did when did it really start to take off? Well, um, the the reason for that video is, like I said, I had I was starting to get calls and get legitimate leads. And, and I've told these people so that it's not, you know, I'm not talking behind their back. They know that the video was because of them. Um, they called me from, they were living in Los Angeles. They had been living there their whole life. And they were like, we, you know, because of COVID and the lockdowns and they're like, we have to get out of here. And we've been watching your videos and we want to buy something up there. And, and like I said earlier, I tell people, well, you need to come up here. Okay. We're leaving tomorrow. It's like, okay. And two days later, sure enough, they're sitting in my office and they had picked out this house that. For those of you that haven't been to Montana, we have some areas here that are way out, like in the lower 48. I don't know if you can get further away from civilization than you can in some places in Montana. And they found a house that they, you know, they wanted to be 180 different from LA. And <laughs> I was like, guys, you you don't get it. And they're like, no, 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 we want to look at this house. And I said, okay. So we get in the car and we drive an hour and a half out of town and we're 10 miles up this forest service road on the way to this house. And they were following me in their car. And so I pulled over before we even got there 
And I walk back and their eyes are just huge. And I said, this is August. What are you guys going to do in January up here? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, this is, we had no idea. This is what, you know, and I was like, this is what I was telling you. And uh, so they then no on concept, the, do they? Yeah, no. And, and no. that's, I get it. I understand that if you haven't been here, you, you need to come up here before you decide you're going to be live in the backwoods because it's, it's not like anything else. And so on the, on my drive back uh, to my office, I'm thinking, you know, I should do a video just warning people about this. And so the mm. next day I got in my car and I drove out, you know, in this valley that we are here, which is nothing like where we were, but I just did a backdrop against the mountains and I just stood on the side of the road and told it like it is and warned people that, Hey, you know, it wasn't why you shouldn't move here. It was just warning people that we have bears here. We, you know, the winters, the snow, the, there's no cell service there. You know, there's a lot of things that people don't understand. And, and that was the premise for the video. And you asked earlier if I knew it was the one I had no idea. I mean, it was just a video I shot and I tell my wife and people all the time, had I known that was going to be the video. I probably would have dressed better. <laughs> <laughs> you dressed perfectly well. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, okay, so I have your your channel up, and I sorted it by your most popular videos. And I think, it, I think it would do everyone listening a favor if we just kind of like went through some of the titles of these videos because a lot of people get stuck with, okay, I need to do this, but what the hell should I do? And then I have a topic, but how do I? Like, what do I call it? What, what do I title it so that I can get the most out of it? And you've done a really good job. So for anyone watching on YouTube, I'm going to share the screen real quick so you can see this. And okay, so you're living in Montana. Things they don't tell you video is 1.6 million views published six months ago. That's just wild. The next most popular is Montana versus Idaho cost of living. Over a quarter of a million views. Then 85,000 views living in Montana off the grid. You've got 10 top 10 reasons to move to Whitefish with 85,000 views, the danger of using Zillow in Montana, how much does a home cost in Montana? Why will why does this work so well on YouTube where it wouldn't really on Facebook or IGTV or something like that? Um I I don't think there's a lot of I don't think most people who aren't actively doing YouTube, I don't think they understand the fundamental difference between YouTube and the other social media platforms. Do you want to talk about that? Well, I think, um, and this is my opinion, but and this isn't an opinion, but YouTube is the second biggest search engine behind Google. And like I said earlier, people that are moving somewhere or trying to learn about an area, they want to they want to be there. They want to see it. And reading an article isn't doesn't take you there really. Um, and so I think that's why YouTube is the way to go. I think. I mean, yeah, nobody can, searching for it. At this point, nobody's going to convince me that, oh, you should switch to Instagram. It's better. Or, you know, and again, nothing against Instagram. It's just I've had success beyond belief with YouTube. So there's no way you could ever convince me differently. Well, like you said, YouTube is a search engine. Instagram's a social network. Facebook is a social network. Uh, yes, you can search for Facebook videos, but it's not nearly the the same algorithm and everything that YouTube is. The reason why those particular topics work so well on YouTube is because that's where people go to search for those topics. 
Simple as that. No one goes to Instagram TV to search for top 10 reasons to move to Whitefish, Montana. They just don't. But they go to YouTube, obviously. And a lot of people are watching. Um, Since since that big 1.6 million view video hit, um, what's your business been like? (laughs) It's just been, it's crazy. I mean, you talk about not having a pipeline full. Well, now it's over full. I mean, there's... I've got buyers coming out my ears now. Um, unfortunately, like everywhere else, there's no inventory to sell them. Right. But um, it's a good problem to have. And I was telling you earlier, I get, and this is not an exaggeration, I get at least three calls or emails every single day because of my YouTube channel. That's and, amazing. Yeah. Well, organic. Like I said earlier, I've been... Ever since I've gotten this business, I've been searching for a way that I don't have to bother people and that they call me, and I've finally found it. And it, those aren't leads, you know, that they're, or they are, but they're not Facebook leads. They're not Zillow leads. They're not, it's not like you paid 200 bucks per call to get yeah. those. You did a video, and like I say this with respect, a low budget video, you know, like you didn't have all the lighting and, you know, all the stuff and, a very low budget video shot on your iPhone that is now producing three calls a day, organic leads that are intentionally calling you instead of somebody else. That's amazing. Have you found, and you've done Facebook ads and stuff before you've, you've done some online leads. Are you noticing the quality of these are better than online leads or, you know, speak to that a little bit. Yeah. and, And back to the celebrity thing, if you want to call it that, you know, when people watch you, I had a call right before I got on this with you from a gal in Florida. Oh, we were up all last night watching all your videos and I'm like, <laughs> must have been bored. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, they feel like they know you, they, they connect with you. And, and again, it's like, not that I'm a celebrity by any means, but it, they, they have this connection to you that they don't from an ad you know, whether it's on Facebook or wherever, a billboard, pick a pick an advertising medium. When you're standing there talking, like on my viral video, and I'm just standing on the side of the road, you know, people are, can relate or they they just, they feel like they know you, you know, and, and I kind of joked around in that video, I made a comment that, and, and it is true that in Bozeman, Montana, so many Californians have moved up there. It's now known as Bos Angeles around the state. So I get calls now from people saying, Oh, I'm not, you know, I, <laughs> I'm from California. I'm sorry. And, <laughs> you know, sorry, but I'm coming anyways. Will. <laughs> I don't blame uh, them. So uh, how, so my wife and I love Yellowstone, the movie or the, the show. And yeah. we're, we're pissed at that series finale. Now we have to wait to find out who, uh, anyways, um, how did that show affect the real estate market there in the whitefish Bozeman area? Well, you know, it's funny. I did do a video on, uh, on, on the Bitterroot Valley where that is filmed, Hmm. um, where that ranch actually sits. And, by the way, if anyone looks that one up, that video was when I got my new editing software. So that one is really bad. But anyway, 
was that your video? Me. You showed that it's like right off the road. Like it's not yeah, really it's right off the highway. Yeah. It's not remote it's at all. Right off the highway. So it's, it's yeah. Hollywood magic. It's just classic that you, yeah. when you watch that show, you think that they're out in the middle of nowhere, like I was talking about earlier, but they're right along the road. And, uh, you can drive right past it on highway 93. If you ever you know, come to Montana, it's right there. Um, and it's actually, they, when they're not filming, it's a bed and breakfast. Really? Um, they rent that out. Yeah. So you can go stay there, but, um, yeah. So we get, you know, people, Oh, I want to live in Montana cause I watched Yellowstone. Sure. I mean, we, we are getting that. I don't think that's the big push. I think what has benefited our market or made it crazy is just the COVID thing. Mm. Um, our market yeah. was already growing before that, but everybody in the big cities that had been locked down and wanted to get away. And the other big thing too, that people don't think about is a year ago, probably about to the day, there were a lot of people in this country that didn't realize they could work remotely. Right. And now there's a ton of people that live in big cities that are thinking, you know, why, why do I need to keep living in downtown LA when I could live up in the mountains in Montana or in Salt Lake or wherever? I mean, that's the, that's, I think is the real catalyst to our growth. Sure. Okay. Th that makes sense. Yeah. California, Oregon, Washington, just, you know, COVID lockdowns and craziness. Um, yeah. And cost of living in those places too. They're like, wait, I could live in a more remote place, still have internet access, still get my job done. Why wouldn't I just go to, you know, go there? Um, yeah. It, it's, I can relate to, you know, what you're feeling in your, in your market, because when I got into this industry 10 years ago, Salt Lake was not a hot city. Like, it was not one of the hot markets at all. Um, it was right after the the Great Recession, there were you know bank-owned properties and short sales everywhere. It was a very hot buyer's market, and you know you could buy a house in Salt Lake City for sixty-five grand, and now it'd be like four hundred, um, maybe not that much for some of these homes, but still. And it's weird having grown up here, and then to see how like the world shifted into your lap, so to speak. Like I've always thought Salt Lake was an amazing place, but it it's it wasn't until after the 2002 Olympics and then the Great Recession and then all of a sudden like technology happened and Salt Lake becomes one of these hot cities and I just happen to be in the real estate industry and it, it's crazy to watch. And you've grown up you've been in Montana for quite a while, right? Yeah, 20 years, yeah. Kind of the same thing where like you've always loved it and you're like how come how come nobody else sees it and now they yeah. all do? And it, it's kind of wild being in the in an industry where you're literally helping them, you know, realize that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, same thing. Um, we've always had growth here, but nothing. Not. I mean, this is. There's been nothing like what's going on now ever. And and uh, the other thing too that, and I'm sure you'll see it out there too. You know, you're in Salt Lake, which is obviously is a major major metro area where we are. <laughs> we don't have one of those in the whole state. Yet. Right. Um, but like our valley, we have all the conveniences. We have good internet. We have high speed internet. We have hospitals, blah, blah, blah. But I think what is really going to change Montana is Elon Musk's the Starlink. Mm -hmm. You know, 
when you can go out to that area I talked about earlier with the viral video and have high speed internet, that's just, that's opening up, opening up a whole new, you know, frontier of living because you can have everything, but still live way the hell out in the middle of nowhere. Oh my God. Yeah. You, I haven't even thought of that yet. Yeah. Starlink's incredible and it's cheap. Um, from what I've seen, it's cheaper than anything I'm paying right now for like four times the speeds and it's, it's coming down from a satellite. So it's like those remote places will now be fully connected with high speed yeah. and that's going to further change the landscape. So any, any agent listening that's in a small market or a rural market or whatever, like the world's going to shift into your lap pretty soon. The, the same stuff that we're talking about right now, it's very feasible that it could happen to you because cities are just getting ridiculous in a lot of different ways, politically and cost of living and crime and bullshit. And, and so don't be, just be ready for it. If you live in a place and you're like, how come nobody, like, how come this is such a well-kept secret? Pretty soon it's not going to be. But great point about Starlink. Like that's, that's going to be a big deal. Um, and I know Facebook's working on some sort of um, like internet beaming down from the heavens type thing too. But I think that's more for like developing countries than, than here in the U.S., um, yeah. it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Well, what else, what else with YouTube have you learned over the, you know, the last year or so that you really want anyone who's, who hasn't started a YouTube channel or they are, they're just not doing so well. Like what have you learned that you think people must know about success on YouTube? I think the biggest thing, um, like I said earlier, just provide good information People are searching YouTube to find out about your town because they may have to move there or they're visiting, whatever it is, but they're on YouTube. They're, they're searching YouTube. Um, and obviously YouTube's owned by Google. So Google's providing videos as well. Even if people just Google Montana, they'll, my videos come up. Right. Um, so that's another great thing about it. Uh, you know, and the, like I said, do your own research. It's not that hard to figure out. Um, it just comes down to, like I said, provide good information, be real. Uh, you don't need fancy. You don't need to spend a ton of money. If you already have an iPhone, that's all you need. I mean, I bought a $25 tripod that I can mount my phone on and I bought a little lapel mic for 20 bucks. And, you know, I did... I bought a, it was about a hundred dollars, one of those gimbals, but that's it. So I've got less than $200 in equipment, but yet it's generated, you know, far beyond that. And, you know, people pay $200 a lead, like you said, on Zillow in some places. And, you know, I'm doing, I'm getting all these for free. And they're better leads. They're yeah, just better they leads. Know you. Yep. yep. They know you and they, they want to work with you. That's that's the part that's so understated, and it's hard to put a, a value on that. Um, they're just better leads, you know. When when they stay up all night and watch all of your videos, like that couple in Florida, um, they they're not going to go hire Johnny uh, with KW. They're going to hire you because they want to, you know, they saw you, they learned from you, they want to work with you. That's that's important, um, yeah. and, and I'm glad you mentioned that about the equipment too. Um, for you guys on YouTube, like this mic, this is the second podcast I've done with this new mic. 
I used a $100 Blue Yeti mic for 169 episodes of the show. You mean and like it, this one? Exactly. It, more than sufficient. Great sound. Uh, you just have to have a quiet room because it can pick up a mouse fart three blocks away if you're not careful. Uh, but you don't need a $250 mic. You don't need a $110 arm to hold it. Uh, you don't. You, your phone can do literally anything. It's just, uh, are you going to do it or not? And, and you've done it and you're, you're proving, Will, that you can get millions of views without a bunch of fancy you know, cinematography and, and stuff like that. Um, what, what would you say is the biggest misconception that you had before you started YouTube that, uh, or, or, or what you wish you knew now or what you wish you knew then that you do know now? You know, is, is there something that you're like, wow, that wasn't the case that you think everyone should know? Well, I guess the biggest thing that's a little different from what you're saying that if I could go back and do it all over again, I would have started a YouTube channel 10 years ago. Hmm. And then that that's the biggest thing. So if you're on the fence, just do it. The other thing that um, people get hung up on is, oh, I don't like to be on camera. Well, the way you need to think about it is, and my wife is one of them. I tell her all the time, if she was the face of our channel, we'd have 10 times the amount of subscribers, but she she just won't do it. And she just feels uncomfortable on camera. And I don't understand why, because if you think about it this way, when you're sitting in your office and you have like a walk-in, a floor call, whatever, somebody walks in and they want to sit and talk to you about your market, basically they're looking at you. It's a video of you. They're watching you. They're, you know, they're watching you talk. They're looking at you and you're totally comfortable with that. I don't understand why when you put a camera in front of somebody that they freak out and it's totally different, but I mean, it obviously is an issue. For sure. So that's the other thing. And, and again, all these gurus do your own research, figure it out. It's not, you don't, again, I, I mean, it's not, it's not that complicated. No, I've been, you know, I'm diving into YouTube now and, and taking it very seriously. And it's once you learn a few basic concepts, then it's just improving on those over time. It's, it's not rocket science. It's, it's fairly simple. It just takes intentionality yep. and, and consciously thinking things through. And some stuff is going to suck. Some is going to be great. Some stuff is going to suck. And then it becomes great. Three months later, all of a sudden, it's just, it's weird. Um, Will, we're almost to the top of the hour and I want to be uh, respectful of your time. Um, whenever we have a guest on, we do these rapid fire questions where you just pick one or the other. You don't need to elaborate unless you want to. And then at the end, we'll give people a chance to hear where they can find you and connect with you. And of course, we'll put links in the show notes and the YouTube description as well. You ready for rapid fire? Well, I one more thing I'd like to add, and I do have sure. a couple minutes. The, sure. You know, the book deal that um, happened Holy crap. because of... <laughs> yeah, we, I probably should have... I'll mention that in the intro. How about that? So at least they, they're not waiting until the very end. Yeah. So uh, tell us about what happened. So I, again, some guy in Philadelphia was thinking of moving out here, started watching my channel. And um, it turns out he's a publisher that does these short books for businesses, or he helps businesses write these books. And uh, we, we, again, he called, I had no idea who he was. He called uh, about my video and we were talking and 
Uh, I actually went to college at Penn State. And so I said, oh, I went to school in Pennsylvania and we, you know, hit it off because it turned out he was at Penn State at the same time I was a hundred years ago. And so we just kind of hit it off and um, I ended up just <laughs> writing a book. He want, he's been saying he wanted to get into the real estate into things and help realtors and that are in nice places do these books. And so um, I just put together this book with him and called Moving to Whitefish, Montana. And it just came out last week and it's, uh, we're kind of excited about it. So, and it's all because of YouTube. So they found you and they're like, hey, let's do a book. And they handled all the, you know, book stuff. And you just create, you just provided the content and the name. Yep. Yep. And, and most of it, um, I was talking to another gal that we both know the other day about it. She's interested in doing the same thing. I already had a blog with a lot of these articles in it or chapters. Um, and so my book was almost complete. I just needed somebody to put it together in an actual book form. And I mean, I did have to do some writing, but yeah, now it's, now it's a, it's an actual book. Amazing. It, so are you, what's the plan? Are you going to show up to listing presentations with your book? Well, <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, uh, I not, mean, right? why not? Because now I can tell people, you know, uh, I'm not sure why you wouldn't use us. But we wrote the book on it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is exactly. a little cheesy, but, you know, I think it's kind of funny. It could work. Um, yep. I think that's pretty cool that just the doors that have opened because you started to talk to a camera and you put it on the internet. Yep. Like, that, that's really what you did. Um, very cool, Will. Um, and we'll we'll put a link to your book. We'll put a link to your social media and everything in the show notes, wherever you're listening to the podcast or uh, the YouTube description if you're watching on YouTube. Um, let's do these rapid fires and then wrap it up. Okay. All right. Facebook or Instagram? Facebook. Facebook or LinkedIn? Uh, I'd still have to go with, uh, I use Facebook more. Books or podcasts? Mm, books. Um, books or audiobooks? Books. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Correct answer. <laughs> Alexa or Google Home? Uh, Alexa. Burgers or pizza? Pizza. New York or LA? LA. LA or San Diego? San Diego. <laughs> NFL or NBA? <laughs> That's not even close, NFL. Um, football or baseball? Football. Mountains or beach? Beach. It's because you live in the mountains. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Podcasts or vlogs? Uh, well, I kind of have to go with vlogs. You, you must. Uh, you'll like the next one. YouTube or Facebook Live? YouTube. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, or Millionaire Real Estate Agent? i uh, go with Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uber or Lyft? Uber. Gary V or Grant Cardone? Gary V. Nice. And give us an app recommendation. Are there any new apps or old apps that you are playing with that, that you spend a lot of time on? Um, well, my, my newest one is I got a... Uh, my wife and I are having a little competition, and so we both threw some money and uh, got on Robin the Robinhood app, and 
There we're you having go. a little stock competition on there. So that's my my latest one in the last few weeks. I love it. A uh, little hot tip by EXPI immediately because it's down 50%. Yeah, well, unfortunately, when we got in, uh, I've lost. It's gone way down from when I bought, so I'm hoping it goes back up. But thanks for the tip. Absolutely. Yep, it's all timing. A, a year or two from now, you'll be fine. Well, it's like I told my wife, I knew that the day I had bought all my stocks on there, that was it probably the pinnacle for five years. So I have Not to recover. five, but, but for, for a bit, absolutely. Yeah, that's usually what happens. If I, yep. if I buy a stock and, and it's like, all right, let's put it all in on this one purchase, it, I guarantee it goes down. Like I have yep. to be like, okay, I'm going to buy some here and then some in a week or whatever. And it's weird. I don't know. It, it, apparently, like it's actually a thing. I forget what it's called. Um, well, I know what it's called. It's called bad luck or yeah. shitty <laughs> stock picking tips or shitty timing or something. That's what it's called. It's called. Uh, it's a good thing we didn't go into the stock bro- stockbroker business. Yes, exactly. Uh, Will, where can they find you, man? Uh, well, I'm on all the channels, all the uh, all the social media. Um, it'll be on, I think I sent you all the links, all the links are below. Yep. Uh, it's just, you can type in in YouTube living in Montana is our channel. Um, you can just type my name into Amazon now and my book will come up. Uh, so yeah, just, you can find me everywhere. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, man. You're, you're doing awesome things. It's really cool to see your evolution, you know, since we first met four, four years ago, five years ago. Oh. Um, yeah, a lot of success is coming your way and you deserve every bit of it. Congratulations. Well, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon, Will. Okay. I'll tell you what, that's just so damn encouraging to me to, to hear what can come about just by putting video online. Um, you know, as you guys know, since January-ish, I've been diving into YouTube, putting our podcast episodes on YouTube and then um, taking clips of them. Uh, I've got to do a lot more of it and I'm still learning the platform because YouTube is a search engine. It's not a social network. It's very different than Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and all that. It just works differently. And so I'm still learning how to do that and how to get all the the different videos done and edited and published. So uh, it's cool to hear what can come about by those that have mastered that. And it's super cool to hear that Will has only really used his iPhone to record this stuff. He doesn't have fancy mics. He doesn't have fancy lighting and, you know, Canon cameras and, you know, this, that, and the other. He doesn't have all that shit, you know, a couple hundred bucks and he's, he has all the equipment he needs. So that's super encouraging. There's really no excuse. There's, there's no excuse to not be putting content out there. There's not, there's no valid excuse. There's plenty of excuses. They're just not any good. They don't hold any weight. So Get out there, start putting stuff online, be heard, be seen, be found by your community. Because if you're not, I promise you, someone else is. Another one of your competitors is being found in someone's newsfeed. They are being seen on YouTube. And if it's not you, then you're, you're dying. They're growing, you're dying. Don't be one of those people, guys. It's, these tools are free. You just have to use them. And last... Uh, Last call to action, massiveagentsociety.com. Make sure that you jump in and take advantage of our Facebook ad lead gen training program where we just give you the ads to run. So literally, if you've never run a Facebook ad before, you can join right now and become a member. And by tonight, you can have a proven Facebook ad up and running 
to generate listing leads, buyer leads, promote an open house, whatever it is you're trying to do, even if you've never run an ad before. MassiveAgentSociety.com. Hope to see you guys in there very, very soon. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe wherever you are listening to the show. And if, uh, if you're listening on a platform that has reviews, especially Apple, please consider taking a couple seconds and giving us a review. It really helps us out. Uh, it lets, I love hearing the comments. I like to know what you like about the show, what you don't, uh, and some of your favorite episodes and why. Super helpful. And then it also helps the Massive Agent Podcast to show up better in the podcast search rankings. So appreciate you guys for helping us out. We'll be back next week with episode 172 of the Massive Agent Podcast. Appreciate each and every one of you. This has been a Massive Agent... What the hell was I going to say there? No, this this show is a founding member of the Industry Syndicate Podcast Network. You can find out which other shows are part of the network over at industrysyndicate.com. Appreciate you all. Go sell some Go sell some homes. Go close some loans. Have a great freaking weekend. Have some fun. Get a sunburn. Take care.